0: Pirates we are born, the Pirates must obey, we live on our ship, out of the sea, we rain and everyone who gets
1: in away.
2: that's what happens in, in every Pirates day. Well, Buck Bros, here we are again, and we've made it to the end of the regular season. Probably not the regular season, we thought it would be the Bucks in 8 and 9. Tom Brady's first losing season of his career—that's his 23rd season. His first losing one happens to be with the Bucks, but we're still in the postseason, just like we said last week. I want to welcome back my Buck Bros, John, Zach, and Bryce, and guys. Maybe not the best note to end it on, but still in the playoffs. We did look good with Brady against the Falcons, having a lead when we sat him. Just didn't finish it with the uh, the B stringers. Just I, I just want to go over quickly with the Falcons, and let's start with John here. Couple of takes, couple of thoughts on the Falcons game. Again, we're not spending too much time on it. What'd you think about the Falcons game?
3: So that first drive, uh, Brady comes out. Um, Rashad White's feeling it. He, you know, he's hitting Chris Godwin. We march right down the field. Uh, we go right into the end zone to Kyle Rudolph get a quick touchdown that was the best I think we've started a game all season, in my opinion. That that particular drive looked great, and that filled me with a lot of confidence. And then to have, you know, the the defense come out, uh, immediately get a three and out, uh, no positive yardage for the Falcons offense. Um, that, that series, th- those two back-to-back series, looked great. Uh, essentially, everything from there on out was – starters not playing and guys coming off the you know coming off the field and, and from there it kind of got away from us uh which we expected um with with taking most of our players out but those first two series in my opinion is what you wanted to see out of this game we you know we talked a lot about putting some of our starters in or if we want to you know just see a little bit of Tom Brady they looked good in that instance uh they looked really solid and so uh, that that filled me with a lot of hope.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there. The uh, first drive on both sides of the ball, by far the best we've looked, uh, starting a game. Hopefully the start is what we get. Uh, what did you guys think about, <laughs> I was a little bit of concern with the depth of the organization um, just when the B-stringers got in there. I didn't recognize any of the names or anything good on their plays. Uh, Is there a cause for concern going into the playoffs,
1: Bryce, with our depth? Hey, bro, casters. Um, I think we, you know, to your point, Ryan, I think this we saw this in the preseason, right? We knew this team didn't have a lot of depth. The starters were going to, you know, very good. Uh, I guess it didn't tailor out the way we thought it was this season, but nonetheless, you know, a a division-winning playoff-bound team. But behind that, yeah, there is some concern. Uh, the nice thing about, you know, resting most of the starters of the second half is they do get a chance to get healthy, right? A lot of the players that would be our starters, Vea, Carlson, Davis, Logan Ryan, Donovan Smith, Tristan Wirfs, they were inactive. Mike Evans didn't feel too great. He didn't really play Sunday. Uh, a lot of the starters, like Godwin, you know, the – devon white levante they're all out by the second half so and then with the monday night game you get an extra day of rest too right so the nice thing is is that we'll have some time to recover to get healthy to have all of our starters hopefully available for this playoff game against the cowboys but the downside is should you know a starter go down is specifically you know i think what we did see though. I'm gonna uh, pivot here. Is that we've had a you know we've m- much maligned offensive line this year, but I, I think what we saw is we can at least provide Brady's you know some protection with our backup offensive line. It's not great, but there's an- enough depth there to get by. Um, but if we lose our linebackers, if Devin White or Lavonte David get hurt, we have nobody behind them. Secondary thin as well. If Sean Murphy Budding can't play, or Carlton Davis, or Jamel Dean, not a whole lot there. Um, and then the receivers, right? It's, you know, that was supposed to be a position of strength with Evans, Godwin, Gage, Julio Jones, Scotty Miller. But they can't seem to stay healthy, at you know, at all. Um, Julio has really just been a shell of himself the last two years. Uh, Russell Gage has just had a miserable season and so there's just a lot there where if we do lose a key starter um, it's not going to be good for this team. Death is definitely an issue and something we're going to have to address in the draft and in free agency next year.
2: That's a career high in touchdown Russell Gage right there. Um, but... <laughs> Sorry
1: then I, I digress.
2: <laughs> no but I agree yeah he hasn't been the player we wanted to be but I do agree with you and the positive I take away from it is that it looks like we're getting healthy and those starters on the offensive line do look like they're protecting Brady better who's getting more into a rhythm he looked like he was more into a rhythm starting the games than he has been in a while so I've got I've got a lot of hope for it um Zach I know you we got to see a little bit of Kyle Trask or trial trash. He did not look that good, but I also wanted to ask you, I know you were involved on the other games. We may not look so good, but neither did our opponent going into next game, the Cowboys. You know, did you see anything in the Cowboys that might be a weakness we can exploit next week?
0: Uh, Yeah, his name is Dak Prescott, uh, and he has looked very shaky to me. I mean, their last few games, they beat, Josh Dobbs and the Titans they lost to the Jags they obviously lost to the Redskins sorry the commanders and then they beat Gardner Minshew so you know they haven't exactly faced a murderer's row at the quarterback position and Dak struggled Dak looked really bad the passes he was missing were not even difficult throws as as uh, Shady said in his analysis on whatever channel pays him right now, uh, he looked like ass, which is about right. Uh, he looked terrible, and that is great analysis. <laughs> I think he worked from Shady. <laughs> great analysis. I could have said it better myself. <laughs> um, but no, they looked. They made a lot of mistakes. I mean, they had special teams errors. They didn't look like a team focused or prepared going into it, and they had something to play for. So it's not like they were going through the motions. Those starters played that game and they look terrible. I know it's a divisional opponent, but this is the risk, right? If you leave those guys in there and they put out a terrible performance, that's their momentum going into this game. Whereas we could at least just retreat and let everyone rest, and not really take an L as a starting unit. So Dallas, did not exactly uh, sprint into the postseason. It's definitely a limp. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing in that game to really frighten you. But to be fair, their defense is really good on paper. They just, they look flat. And they have not done a good job at the end of the season. They're limping in. So kind of ideal on top of the fact that it's Dallas. Their last road win in the postseason is 92. So there's not, not a lot of precedent for them to be a good traveling postseason team.
1: And I that heard is- they're wearing the Navy uniforms and the last time they wore navies on the road in a playoff game and one, I believe was in the seventies. So also, you know, good vibes. for the,
3: for the yeah. Bucks. Not only that, but we've also had their number the last few years, Brady's seven and oh against the Cowboys. Their only real attack is their run game with Ezekiel Elliott. And we, Still, despite how bad our defenses look sometimes, we still shut down most teams' run game. This is going to be a game where Dak Prescott is going to have to win with his arm, and we've seen that he can't do it. I mean, they they are scared of us going into this game, I have to truly believe. And I'm hoping that Todd Bowles does the only thing he can do, which is dials up some great pressures on Dak, and we get in his head, Often and early, because if you get him flustered, he's done. Once he's flustered, that game's over,
2: yeah, it's gonna be a battle of uh, I guess feeling versus history facts because in the going into it, you, you still feel like the bucks are gonna mess it up or something. you know you, I've got a good sense of how we're progressing, but we still have a lot of issues that we got to take care of. And on the flip side, you got the what was it twelve and five cowboys? um maybe yeah, reeling 12, a little five. bit, but have been, for the majority of the season, the better team. We've got all the history on our side, Brady's 7-0. and 0. Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game in forever, especially in their Navy uniforms, as I hear. Um, so it, fe- it feels like we're the underdog. But history might have a different plan. And uh, I just want to say, you know, Washington maybe gave us a blueprint because – Dak definitely got flustered, definitely didn't look good. And I think contributing to that was what I saw Washington was just bottling up the run game. They could not get any production done on the ground. And I think if we force the ball into Dak's hands, that's going to help benefit us to force him into bad decisions. So I think it starts with stopping Zeke and stopping, more importantly, Pollard from getting those big plays off. Uh, make Dak throw the ball and and force him into some bad throws that's what I want to see I think Washington did a great job for us in getting us some film so we can study up on their game plan
0: Pollard didn't play right Uh, I I, I wasn't aware of
2: that so maybe that's
0: he's been nursing a thigh injury I know that and he was questionable but I, I think they sat him and they're definitely not as uh as effective with just Zeke that's a big boy he doesn't move the same
1: yeah, you could argue, though, that the best game that the Bucks have played this season was week one at Dallas. Now, I know that was months ago. That was the start of the season. Completely different teams now. But we shut down Dak Prescott and that offense, right, with everyone healthy. Um, and we also were able to run effectively against the Cowboys as well. Leonard Fournette had over 100 yards. It looked like we were really going to be that you know, round and pound and hit you a play action team that we all envisioned the Bucks being this season. Now, obviously, we're the worst rushing team in the league and maybe in history. Um, but That's another thing that I think we can, um, that I saw watching the Washington-Dallas game was Washington was very effective at running the ball. Granted, Sam Howell added an extra dimension running as a quarterback, right? They're not going to have to worry about that with Tom Brady. He isn't leaving the pocket. unless it's a quarterback sneak um but yeah i just think um you know if you look on paper right 12 and 5 cowboys eight and nine bucks it should clearly be a a cowboys favored but to your point ryan history is on our side and momentum i would even argue is on our side yes i know we both lost in week set or week 18 um but the cowboys had something to play for and they started their starters, and they totally laid an egg. And, and Dak Prescott is throwing play. 15 interceptions in 12 games, leads the league by far. Um, the one thing the Cowboys do well, though, is create turnovers. I believe they're first in the league in creating turnovers. So, again, it kind of comes back to if we can win the turnover battle, we'd probably win this game, right? So it'll be interesting to see how it turns out Monday night um, under the lights of Raymond James. And and just to clarify, Pollard did play. They held him to 19 yards.
3: Oh, he did? He did play? He did play. Um, And no receptions,
0: too. That's huge. Yeah,
3: Malik Davis was their leading rusher. So this is a team we can beat. I I firmly believe we can win this game. We're set up to win this game. They play right into our, our advantage, which is tight games limited action from the deep threat and, you know, scoring late that, I mean, this game is set up for us to win the way we've been winning all season. Um, I'm not afraid of Dak Prescott in the least. Uh, he's not, he's not an elite quarterback. Um, he's one of those guys that's always right there. And then he's out for a season. Uh, he reminds me of that guy who used to play for the, you know, the Eagles and he would always get into the, the playoffs and then he didn't Uh, No, Carson Wentz. I'm thinking of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Um, What? (laughs) They're they're just – he's not not as good as he's hyped up to be, and he's never shown to be as good as he's hyped up to be, just like this team. The Cowboys have never done anything in the postseason to prove that they're a team to be reckoned with, even when they do look good in the regular season. I think this is a game – we should have locked up mentally where there's no part of this game that I think our guys should be worried about. They don't have a threat on this team that I don't think we
1: can cover. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you, John. I think the, what the team needs to focus on is execution and not beating themselves. Um, you know, it, it, that's really been the issue all season is, you know, mistakes, mental errors, inefficiencies. Um, just not converting when we need to convert in the red zone, not being able to score. Uh, somebody misses a tackle that leads to a long run, or somebody misses a coverage that leads to a touchdown, right? If we can avoid making the majority of those errors, then yes, I agree. There's nothing really this team should be scared of from the Cowboys or any team in that matter. They're, the talent's there on this team in the starters, right? As long as they stay healthy, as long as they can nice, execute. Should be a good playoff run.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for it. And uh, we drew the Monday night game. We'll be, what, 8-15 Monday night. Um, You know, I think I I agree with you, Bryce, that the execution has got to be there. And we'll see if the Brady magic continues. You know, he usually has his knack of getting his teams to execute at the right times. And this will certainly be the right time. But I also want to hear some execution from the fans out in Raymond James I want to hear some Tampa Bay chants. I want to hear a loud, ruckus, uh, crazy Raymond James Stadium getting the Cowboys' heads. You know, just let them have it out there, Tampa Bay Bucks fans. I want to hear you loud and proud,
1: uh, supporting your Bucks. I'm hoping the Monday night, like, time slot means that a bunch of those people that would have come from Dallas, even though it's Martin Luther King Day, have to go home. You got to work. Kids got to go to school. Like, Get out of Tampa. Let the Bucks fans come in. Let them be loud and rage. Appreciate the fact that we've got a playoff team for the third consecutive year and watch Brady do what Brady does. And we win this, we've got the Eagles, right? Then it gets really like if if one of the two top, like if Minnesota and or San Francisco win, yeah, we're playing we're playing the Eagles. They could lose, and then we'd get a home game for the division. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: <laughs> oh, Giants. All right, all right. Yeah, so uh, on that note, actually, I just want to throw it out there for like a league, you know. I know we have a lot of energy invested into this bucks dallas game, but just in Super Wild Card Weekend, slate of games to come away with uh, – you guys have a game you're most excited to see outside of Raymond James?
0: Uh, and the other conference, that Jack's Chargers game, looks really interesting. Just as far as, like, a good game goes, uh, I think that's a pretty good matchup. The slate is, like, really – like, half the games are <laughs> – they should be, like, blowouts. Uh, and then the half of the games should be competitive. So, But on our side, yeah, that Minnesota – New York game. That's pivotal and if there's a team that looks like they can't hang, it's probably Minnesota. So that's that's definitely the one to watch on our side.
3: I'm I'm really looking forward obviously to the to the Seahawks Niners game. Uh, I think that game's going to be a lot of fun. We were already planning to have some people over uh, to watch that game. People around here are already starting to get really rowdy. Uh, Starbucks this morning had their 12 gear out in force. So uh, I, that's going to be a fun game to watch over here. And the hate for that team and the 49ers around here is palpable. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that.
1: You guys in Seattle are wearing some Lions jerseys because you got a lot of, you know, <laughs> got a lot of thinking uh, to, to do to Detroit uh, for taking out the Packers. Yeah, I reporting
3: on the news. That's all they talked about. They were like, we were all Lions fans. So, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, de- they were definitely. I was rooting for the Lions, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Packers. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I agree with you, John. It's interesting that I like the NFC slate of games a hell of a lot more than I like the AFC slate, right? Buffalo, Miami. Miami doesn't even have two uh, starting. Um, you know, so the Bills should just kind of run shot over. Miami, um, you know, the game I'm probably looking most forward to watching would probably be that Minnesota Giants game. I think that's um, going to be, you know, right there, that four o'clock slot on Sunday to, I, you know, I'm very interested to see if Minnesota was just smoking mirrors all season, right? You know, here, here they are sitting in the third seat, but the Giants are a good team. I mean, and I really think they're going to take it to Minnesota and possibly upset Minnesota in the first round. So that's the game I'm looking forward to watching. And then obviously, for our family's sake, the Sunday night game, the Ravens and Bengals repeat of last week. (laughs) Hopefully it's a different outcome, but uh, the Bengals look like they're on a mission to get back to the Super Bowl. Um, They're for real.
2: Just just couldn't let me have it. I was about to say... Bengals Ravens and just come in there and swoop it up.
1: I'm sorry. I retract my statement. <laughs> Strike it from the record.
2: Uh, we were all gonna have different ones. No. Um, yeah, I the Ravens and Bengals. Um, like you said, Brace Burrow Co. Look on a mission. Uh, I really love this quote when he was like, the Super Bowl window is my entire career. My entire career is a Super Bowl window. Uh the man's got a lot of confidence. I, I do like the Bengals team, obviously, like the Ravens team more. Family ties to the Ravens organization, so I'll be rooting for the Ravens. But man, that Cincy team is—it's fun to watch, and uh, it's fun to watch Joe Burrow go out and do his thing. So,
3: I was gonna say, Bucks fans, one to watch is maybe this Miami game, if not for the rare sighting of former Bucks quarterback Mike Glennon, who was activated as the second-string quarterback this past weekend for the Miami Dolphins uh, and does have a chance to, to show out a little bit here with uh, all three starting quarterbacks for Miami mildly injured or significantly injured. So you may see a Mike Glennon sighting this wild card weekend.
1: That would be something, right? I think it's even cool the fact that all three Florida professional teams made the playoffs, uh, first time since '99. So, I'll be actually pulling for all the Florida teams to make it to the divisional round. Um, so, go Jags, go Dolphins, and obviously go Bucks.
2: I think that's a great way to end it. First time since 99, you said maybe we'll get another 99 season, a championship in our future. We'll have to wait and see this Monday nah, night. Fuck
1: that. I want to win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not trying to
2: repeat 99. What? At least a championship, and then a proper catch, you know, a proper catch call, and then we'll talk. Hey,
1: I'm just saying it's 2022, right? Every Super Bowl that we've won, it's been two, but they've only included the numbers two and zero in those years. So, destiny, that's right. It's got to be this year, because outside of that, I, we'd have to wait till until uh, <laughs> we're dead. <laughs>
0: two hundred and twenty.
1: <laughs> 2200
2: <laughs> Oh god. Please don't be the case. But uh Yeah, it's time to start doing those mental gymnastics Bucks bros. <laughs> Get all the conspiracy theories out there. Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. And we can't wait to watch it start Monday night here at Raymond James 8:15. Hope to see you guys there. But we're going to sign it off. Again, hope to see you guys next week. As we look forward to a divisional playoff game, maybe. But for now, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Bucks.